everybody and welcome back to episode 11 of the darkness behind USA Gymnastics. In today's episode, we're going to be going over some more survivor stories. Um, but before we get into that, of course... I'd like to offer a trigger warning to anybody listening. If you are triggered by sexual assault, sexual abuse, or sexual assault or abuse of a child, then please do not listen to this podcast. And let's get into it. Let's talk about Gabby Douglas's story. Now, she didn't make an impact statement at the trials. Um, And if you don't know who Gabby Douglas is, she's a gold medal winning uh, 2016 and 2012 Olympic team member. Um, And she was kind of called out for not saying that she was not supporting her fellow teammates when they came forward. But she later made an Instagram post where she made a public statement. So let me read that to you. First, I want to reiterate my apology for responding the way that I did to a comment that one of my teammates posted. I take my job as a role model very seriously, and I always want to do my best to represent all the best qualities that a role model should embody. I admit there are times that I fall short. I didn't view my comments as victim shaming because I knew that no matter what you wear, it never gives anyone the right to harass or abuse you. It would be like saying that because of the leotards we wore, it was our fault that we were abused by Larry Nassar. I didn't publicly share my experiences as well as many other things because of years we were conditioned to stay silent and honestly some things were extremely painful. I wholeheartedly support my teammates for coming forward with what happened to them. Now, um, she said more than that, but I believe she came under fire for a comment that she said, but She then later um, apologized and obviously says that she was also a part of being abused by Larry Nassar. Now, she doesn't really speak about it a lot. Um, There's not much more information on the internet about it. But she did make a public statement on Instagram. And I believe everybody supported her through that. Next survivor I want to talk about is Chelsea Williams. Now, she was first um, anonymous, but in her testimony, she said, my name is Chelsea Williams and I am a survivor. So she at first remained anonymous, but during her testimony said her name. And here's some of the impactful things that she had to say. It was difficult enough to process. I was abused by a predator. But knowing that others enabled it, that is perhaps more difficult to swallow. There will never be a time when I'm not recovering. There will never be a time when I can leave this in the past. What if you had only ever performed this horrifying procedure on one single girl? Would it matter? Would you get away with it? I believe that's what you were hoping, that each girl would be just one isolated voice impossible to hear. But I believe we all matter. Now, this is super... um, important because I do believe he thought he would get away with it and I don't understand how but I do believe he did in his delusional little brain 
I believe Larry Nassar believed he was going to get away with this. And I would just love to see the look on his face as all of these women came forward talking about their story. Um, because at this point, Sir Larry Nassar, you are in court. You are getting charged. Um, there's no hiding. There's no running from this. You have to look each abuser. You have to look each person you abused in the face while they recount what you did to them. And I believe that you deserve listening to all those testimonies. And you deserve being in prison for the rest of your life. Now let's talk about Ellie Raisman. I talked about her before, but she was one of the many gymnasts who were very, very um, vocal about the abuse and how wrong all the institutions that enabled it were. She called out many, many institutions who I also have covered, but she was... Not only, she's not only a survivor, but she's an advocate for um, people who have to endure sexual abuse. So she was first treated by Larry Nassar, if you can even call it treated. I would call it abused at age 15. And I just want to read one of the many things she said. Um, but I think this one is the most impactful. She said, Larry, you do not realize now that we, this group of women you so heartlessly abused over such a long period of time, are now a force and you are nothing. The tables have turned, Larry. We are here. We have our voices and we are not going anywhere. And now, Larry, it's your turn to listen to me. I am here to face you, Larry, so you can see I've regained my strength, that I am no longer a victim. I'm a survivor. I'm no longer that little girl you met in Australia where you first began grooming and manipulating. You lied to me and manipulated me to think that when you treated me, you were closing your eyes because you had been working hard when you were really touching me, an innocent child to pleasure yourself. Imagine feeling like you have no power and no voice. Well, you know what, Larry? I have both power and voice and I am only beginning to just use them. That is one of the most impactful things that she said. Um, and something that I really liked about her statement, I liked all of it, obviously, but is that she called him Larry. I feel like that is very, um, I feel like it's almost her way of saying that you no longer have any power over me, calling him by his first name. Um, and I think that is very, very brave. Another thing she had to say was, abusers, your time is up. The survivors are here, standing tall, and we are not going anywhere. She was one of the biggest um, advocates for the Me Too youth. One of the biggest advocates, at least in the gymnastics community, for the Me Too movement. Um, and... She is such a strong woman, and I'm so happy that she was able to tell her story and that she allowed other people 
to not only tell their story, but feel like they can get their power back, feel like they can get their life back. And I'm very happy that she called out uh, USA Gymnastics and the U.S. Olympic Committee because they are just as much responsible. Um, Even if you didn't do the abuse, enabling it is pretty bad, just as bad. So she also addressed um, the judge saying, Your Honor, I ask to give Larry the strongest possible sentence, which his actions deserve. For by doing so, you will send a message to him and to other abusers that they cannot get away with their horrible crimes. They will be exposed for the evil they are, and they will be punished to the maximum extent of the law. Let the sentence strike fear to anyone who thinks it is okay to hurt another person. Abusers, your time is up. The survivors are here, standing tall, and we're not going anywhere. My dream is that one day, everyone will know what the words Me Too signify, but they will be educated and able to protect themselves from predators like Larry so that they will never, ever, ever have to say the words Me Too. Now, the Me Too movement is so, so important um, because women are finally getting a voice um, and not shamed for coming out about sexual assault. And I think the Me Too movement allowed for um, just an army of people to stand behind each survivor so that they're not alone. And I think that's very, very important and very, very impactful. Next survivor I'm going to talk about is Emma Ann Miller. Um, She has known Larry Nassar since she was born, actually. But she first began seeing him at age 10. And she's only 15 at the time that she was um, reading her impact statement. And here's what she had to say. Are you listening, MSU? I'm 15 years old, and I'm not afraid of you, nor will I ever be. At 15, I shouldn't know the inside of the courtroom, but I'm going to become real comfortable in one. So should you. I didn't choose this circumstance. Nassar made that choice for us. You're a 20-year child molesting employee. This is a burden at 15 I shouldn't have to bear, but believe me, MSU, I bear it, I will. And it's just so saddening to me that she had to go through this at such a young age that all these women had to go through this at such such a young age but most of the women and girls who um spoke at his sentencing or his trial um are now older and this girl is only 15 Um, And that's so brave of her, literally still a child and able to look Nassar in the eye and not be afraid of her abuser. That is a true survivor in my eyes. Next, I'm going to talk about Jennifer Rude Bedford. Now, she had a statement. She had a testimony um, that she read. And I'm going to read that to you here because I think some of the things she says in it are very, very important to note. She says, 
I remember having the option of keeping my spandex on, which I was very grateful for and chose. He had me lie down, lie face down on the medical table. When he started treatment, I remember him saying his treatment relied upon applying pressure to areas around the pelvis and that this was normal. So when he went down there, I just told myself it was normal, that he knows what he's doing, and don't be a baby. I remember laying there and thinking, is this okay? This doesn't seem right. I didn't know what to do. He didn't say anything out of the ordinary. He just did it, as though he were doing something as mindless as riding a bicycle. I remember laying there frozen stiff on the table, utterly mortified, confused, and scared. I felt so powerless to control what was happening. There are people that are hesitant to speak up because they think a victim wanted to be assaulted. And that's just not true. So in my opinion, this is the worst part. There's a lot of statements in there that um, hurt my heart. The first one being, I remember him saying his treatment relied upon applying pressure to areas around the pelvis. And that was normal. Um, So automatically, he's grooming these girls to think that this is what all doctors do. And as a child, you're not going to know better. And so she literally told herself it was normal. And then even asked herself, is this okay? This doesn't seem right. And then the worst thing for me is that she said that it was as though he were doing something as mindless as riding a bicycle. And this just shows that to him it wasn't a big deal anymore. He had done it so many times previously that it was just like second nature. And that's disgusting. I want to talk about Maddie Johnson. So this is what she had to say. I felt so lucky that I got to see the same doctor as all of my idols in the gymnastics world, Maddie said in court. He was the doctor. I was the child. I had no idea what to think. This is so heartbreaking. Um, because you're told that this is a state-of-the-art doctor, the best of the best. And obviously you'd think that because your idols go to him, right? But little do you know that your idols are getting abused by this man. And it's just so disgusting. And I know, I know that I've said that word literally hundreds of times at this point. Like, you could probably have a counter for how many times I said the word disgusting um, or heartbreaking or shocking. or But it just... This is stuff that, like, should never happen to a child, should never happen to an adult. Um, Your doctor should never take advantage of your vulnerability. Um, And I'm just very happy that this man finally got what he deserved because Larry Nassar is... um, a literal spawn of Satan and um, deserves to be behind bars where he can't touch anybody ever again. I could keep going about the survivor stories, but 
they all sound um, somewhat similar. They all are disgusting and um, no survivor, no person ever should have had to go through that. Um, but anyways, that concludes this episode, I believe episode 11, um, where we talked about survivor stories. Um, you can go on the internet and you can listen, you can watch testimonies, you can listen to them, you can read them. Um, and I suggest that you do that because there are so many more stories that I wish I could have covered. Um, because every single one of their stories matters. And I want to make that extremely clear that I did not pick a single story for any sort of reason. Um, I talked about um, some of the gymnasts that people know. Um, because they made public statements. Um, but I also talked about some people that you probably don't know because they aren't famous. And those people are just as important. Their stories are just as important. So please, if you want to learn more um, about the survivor stories, please do not hesitate to look up Larry Nassar survivor stories because I promise you, there's so many and it's not a pleasant topic it's not pleasant to read it's heart-wrenching really um i've i definitely teared up multiple times while reading them um i had to stop multiple times while reading them because it just hurt my heart but every story matters um so Just know that I didn't pick and choose um, based on anything. I just, I just chose some because I chose them. So anyways, thank you for listening. And I will see you guys in the next episode and the final episode of this podcast series. (laughs) 